with Kim Gravel. Hey, y'all, and welcome to LOL with Kim Gravel. This is a comedy podcast where we laugh about all the messiness of life and turn that mess into the message of confidence and hope. See, my mission is to encourage and lift women up. And this show is about how we all can embrace our real selves and laugh about all the stuff that life throws our way. It's crazy out here. So let's live out loud, love out loud, and laugh out loud together. Today, we've got my mom on the podcast. Okay, and we're talking about what women want, family, faith, food, stories, uh, some inappropriate, some, some inspirational. Just gird your loins, people. We're going all in. Kim Gravel. Okay, Zach, seriously, is the world getting crazier or am I getting older? I think both of those things are happening at the same I'm time, I'm serious. Kim. I feel like I am living in the twilight zone about 98% of the time. I am 100% there with you. It seems crazy out there, doesn't it? It, it don't seem. It is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, let me tell you, like, it's so crazy. Uh, just, I don't, I don't know. I guess I'm just turning into my mother. I, you know, I guess that's what's happening. Or my parents. <laughs> because I, I find myself, like, saying the same things. Like, my parents, well, you know what? When I was growing up, you know, I'm saying the same things that they said to me back in the day. And, like, my son told me the other day, he said, Mom, because I was singing, like, uh, uh, by Van Halen. Oh my gosh. Van Halen, Panama City, spring back break, 1987. I mean, and I remember Van Halen singing that song and I would just, you know, roll down the windows. And so it came on Sirius XM, 80s uh-huh. on 8. Yep. Okay. Okay. And my son goes to me. <laughs> oh, no. oh my God, I don't want to listen to the oldies, mom. Mm-hmm. Oh. The 80s are now oldies. Like a Virgin by Madonna is considered an oldie. But would you have said when you were that age, would you have said that about your mom's music? I did say that about my mom. Yeah. What I'm saying is, that's what I'm saying. I'm becoming my parents. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Kim, 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 this is the perfect thing because you were just posting about this on social media. I did. I posted yesterday. And and we talked about this. You you posted it for the pod because we knew we were going to discuss this. I pulled off some of, well, my favorite Okay. Um, oh, I can't yeah. wait to read. See, I haven't had a chance to look through it. Oh my gosh, there were so many good ones. Leanne Morgan posted. Oh, I love that woman. She's so funny. I know. Come on now. What did you ask? You you tell me. I said, <laughs> I can, if I can remember. See, I'm becoming my mother. If there I, can you remember. Go. I asked, is there something that you say that lets you know you are becoming your parents? Yeah, exactly. Yes. That's yes. in a nutshell. What, yeah, what do you do that you say? I'm becoming my mother. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So Leanne said, I carry food in my purse, right? Mm. <laughs> Snacks, carry up from restaurants, Diet Coke, because she's always afraid someone's going to get hungry. That's that a very mom a thing. Total, uh, and that is a, that's a, that's a, that's a toddler mom. Yeah. And then that's like a, a, a grandma. So she's on her way to uh, my mother's. She's there. You do know, you daughter. do that, Kim? I want to know. So this is the. This is the ask him anything so section, all right? I want to know if, you, if you're going to co-sign so, any of this. This is clean. I'm just going to hold it up to oh, the Oh, wow, yeah, hold okay. it up. Wait, you got to so hold it So this is clean. Okay, I'm getting close so y'all can see. No, 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 That no. looks pretty good. It's not. I mean, let's see what I've got in here. You, you want to see what's you in should my, see purse my purse real quick? Kim, you should see my <laughs> Are you doing the man purse thing? No, no judgment. I, my wallet is like stacked, though. It's, I mean, you know, my wallet's three inches thick. I've got my selfie light just in case, people. Wait, why do you have I have a measuring tape. You have a okay. measuring tape. For what? This is the thing. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, you are a clothing um, designer. Like, you could just be taking measurements. Oh, my gosh. Just my gift card to Target. I ain't never used. It's probably been two years, three years. I mean, there's so much in here. Like, I can I can, I can, can eat uh, calls. I can eat, live. I got so many mints. I must have think I have, like, chronic halitosis. <laughs> I know what she's saying about the purse thing, though. That's really... <laughs> But I'm mm-hmm. serious. I just had a realization that, like, my wallet being three inches thick, that's exactly that's what my dad. father had. That's my dad. What's in the wallet, though, that you have to have that it's many like things? It's like old car. It's, I'll have, like, a gift Mine's card thick. to Lowe's or whatever. That's pretty thick. And you forget to use it? Yeah, and you forget. To, and you're like, I'm going to leave it in here. So next time just I'm there or whatever. Uh-huh, yeah, just, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. You'll forget it. You're at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. They make a lot of money on them gift cards. No. Oh my gosh, okay, that's good. Imagine. Leanne's good. Okay, Leanne's good. All right. Um, Amberly from, uh, gosh, she was on the show a long time ago. Yeah. She, she posted a response. What'd she say? She said, I say, ah, oh, bless their heart. <laughs> She's from Texas. That's why she says that. But then, but then the funnier thing, the thing I like even more is that she said, then I call my kids the wrong names. <laughs> oh, I'm there too, Amberly. I'm there too. Oh my yeah, and get and, and Zach, all of the all of the boys in our grandkids mm-hmm. start with the letter B. <laughs> so you've got Brooks, Bo, Blanton, and Brantley. So I go, I, I call them every name but their own name. Brooks, Br- <laughs> Blanton, Bro, Bo, Bro, Bro, everybody. I call them, my mom. Call them Bro. <laughs> I do it. <laughs> okay, okay. Let me tell you this one quick thing, Listen okay. before you keep going, because I'll forget. You know, okay. I'm my okay. mother. Yep. So I've started doing this, y'all. This is horrible, and I don't want any judgment. Please don't listen. I don't abuse Travis physically, sometimes verbally, <laughs> but never physically. Okay. So uh, to hear him talk, I'm you know the meanest thing since sliced bread. So. My mom, true story, we were at the grocery store. This is how we grew up. Now, my uh-huh. dad traveled for a living five days a week, Monday through uh-huh. Friday. I think that's how they stayed married. Okay. So, um, like, mom would be at the grocery store, okay, and she would hit a curb or drop something, stump her toe, uh, drops a can of something at the grocery store, and she was like, you're stupid, daddy, I swear. <laughs> she would blame him. He would be in Florida on business. She blamed him. Everything like she would be at home, did something the light bulb would go out. Your stupid daddy would never change the stupid light bulbs. Is he an idiot? <laughs> Zach, I'm doing it. Like that That's... happened to me the other day. I'm in like Target, mm-hmm. and I, st- I I said I said oh my gosh, I forgot the Ziploc bags. You dumb daddy. And I was, <laughs> but Dad's not even here. Oh my god. But Dad's not even here. I'm like She's oh my gosh, I'm my mother. Isn't that, that awful? Is... There, people are gonna judge me for that, but I don't care. It's true. But then do you bring that <laughs> then do you bring that back and like blame him? I blame him for everything. But just in the moment, like you don't go home and go like, you depends know. Depends on how I feel. Should I just... depends on how I feel. Depends on who's ticked me off. That is real. I blame him for everything. As... This morning, we're getting a concrete pad put out for a new set for because we're launching swim next, oh, yeah. next couple of weeks. Yeah. And so everything's behind, you know. And I, of course, I blame him. I said, let me tell you something. If we'd have started this earlier, it's your fault. He's like, Kim, it's a national global supply chain issue. How is this my fault? I said, I don't know, but fix it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. 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 Fix he's the just supply cool chain. Sc- he's just, That's he's easy. A sc- that is so. If any other mom, wife, whatever can relate to that right now, put a comment. Put a comment on this, on this podcast. That's I blame so him. That's so my mother. Okay. I'm sorry. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so wait, but I have to, <laughs> so many people wrote comments about how they forget their kids' names and say the wrong name right. and grandkids. It's a real thing. All, it's so funny. It's so funny. Oh my gosh, tell me if you do this, okay? This woman says, I talk to everyone, just like in the store, talks to everyone. And then and then when she goes to restaurants, she says, I critique restaurants and compare it to our cooking all the time. Many times it doesn't even come close. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that one because this is that's, that happens to me. Who who wrote that? Let me oh let gosh. me give her that a shout is, out. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to uh Susan Crinney. Hey Susan, listen, I do the same thing. But this is what my sons say to me, because I talk to everybody. I'm a people person too, but when you get older, you do you like to visit. You know, you go uh-huh. up to the grocery store and you do a little visit. Um, I just visited last night with my neighbors, Vanessa and Stacy. They came out last night. We just sat there. She was in her bathing suit with a pool cover up. And Vanessa was going to cook. We just sat there and chatted for 20 minutes while the Chick-fil-A was getting cold in my front seat. So I'm a chatter, too. And this is what my kids will say to me. We're going into Walmart, Target, mm-hmm. grocery store. And they're like, no eye contact, Mom. <laughs> Don't give anybody eye contact. Because <laughs> they know once I do eye contact, I'm like, hey, girl. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. I do it too. Oh, my mom was like, mm-hmm. no eye contact. <laughs> I used to, I used to be so embarrassed. We'd be standing in line, like at the grocery store, and she'd just be chatting. I don't blame her. Chat yourself up, woman. I mean, I get it now, but I, yeah, that was mortifying for me. That was thirteen-year-old Zach could not handle that. But no see, once you get an way. older woman, Zach, what happens is, like, this is how society does. You're in school, and your best friends in your kindergarten. Then you go through sure. this. 
you know, you go through you go elementary school, everybody's friends. And then you go through the end of elementary and you get into that middle school moment. And then like girls go against girls. They start being frenemies. Um, and I think a little bit of that is society. But by the time you get to an old woman or older woman, one mature woman, you just want to see any kind of woman going through what you're going through so you can connect and go, girl, I'm praying for you. <laughs> I love you, girl. I know my husband's that way too. Oh Total. Gosh. Yeah. That's so funny. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, oh, I, yeah, I we hear get you. older I totally as women and we just want to connect because we know, girl, we in this together. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's how you get when you get an older woman. <laughs> and I tell, like, I've got a little, I call her my, my adopted daughter. I've got, there's four of them that live in my neighborhood, but one, Grace is, is special to me. And she's like, you know, because she's at that marrying age. I'm like, girl, please don't. Don't do it right now. You can't tell her nothing. Stay in love. They so in love. <laughs> I said, please wait till your late twenties, early thirties. Right, right, yeah. Because I'm like, you're gonna be complaining about your, you're gonna get him, and then you're gonna start complaining about him like we do. <laughs> enjoy, yeah. enjoy the, enjoy the Bridgerton times. <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, is there any other good ones? So this one confounded me. Oh, okay, is, okay, good. This is Elaine. It's hard to stump you. Elaine zero one five four. Thank you, Elaine zero one five four. Go follow got, Elaine. She wrote a couple. She, yeah, really. She wrote a couple. Bless her heart. See, she needed to vent. She, she wrote a couple things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she wrote, I carry a baggie of peppermint candy in my purse. Okay. If I travel by car, we always put a wet washcloth in a baggie. And mm-hmm. then she, I still don't know why we did that. But oh, she I does totally it. Get that. But she does it. What? Like, what? Just okay, a, let me, I'm going to give you okay, an example. Tell me. I'm going right, to give Kim. you an example. Because, you know, Renee, <laughs> we had our Botox whisper on. So, uh-huh. you know, we all go to the same girl, the sexy six. Yep. all go to the same girl. Renee actually so course, wrote one too. <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> see, my peeps are strong. My tribe right, is strong. Right. Yeah. Um, and so uh, we have our own numbing cream. Now, this is oversharing. People are going to be so, I ain't got time to be sitting up in your office while you trying to numb my face. And my mom has to be numb from head to toe. I mean, she can't stay in pain. I'm a little bit stronger in, in that aspect than she is. She's like, if it feels anything, I'm going to slap you. Oh, God, oh here gosh. she is. You can come on in and sit down. Oh, my God. So um, you look cute. You look so cute. Are those my shorts? And you're You look adorable. Okay, oh anyway. Gosh. So we carry out, when we go, I know exactly what she's saying because we wet a, 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 a wet washcloth. I don't like wet wipes. I don't like how they smell. I don't like no, the after smell. I agree with you on that. And I don't like the texture. But And so just in case we have to wipe our hands because if not, because I put my hands in my mouth and my whole tongue go numb and all that. So I get that. We do a little <laughs> wet washcloth in <laughs> So that yeah, I get that about that. What else does she do? Oh my gosh, that's so funny. No, so that so that was the that was the main mm-hmm. one. And then, but you mentioned Renee, so she she said oh the same God. thing. She said, "I call my grandkids by the wrong names." And she said, "I'll say whatever your name is. Come over here." <laughs> oh my gosh! But you know what? Have you noticed that men don't do that? Like Travis does not do that. No, I I I I do that though. Oh, you do? Yeah. Well, you've hung out with me, p- bless your heart. You've picked up on a lot of my bad habits, Zach. Honestly, yeah, and I, I do apologize. Like this, is, it's, this is your fault. It's you were like fault. my brother now. You know, it's totally my fault. And you're in a house full of estrogen. So, Oh, my gosh. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of estrogen here. The thing that we really did that really kind of was unfortunate is so our cat's name is Hooli. Okay. And our daughter's name is Haley. <laughs> <laughs> So Haley so, is now Huli and Huli yeah. is now Haley. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to get in on the fun, make sure you follow Kim on social media. She's at Kim Gravel. Um, you can also call and leave Kim a voicemail. We love to hear from you. The number is 404-913-6460. Or you can email any questions you have to LOL with Kim Gravel at gmail.com. And when we get back, we're going to be talking to Kim's mom, Joe Hardy. Let's break, break for an ad. I love recommending ZocDoc because they have solved an actual problem we all face. I'm just, t- tell me, tell me if you have ever had this experience like I have. You need to find a new doctor or a specialist, but you have no idea where to look. So you just start asking around, hoping that your Aunt Sally's guy is as good as she thinks. ZocDoc solves that problem, y'all. It's a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book your appointment with them online. I use it and it's so easy. All you got to do is go to ZocDoc.com Kim or download their free app and check it out for yourself. 
ZocDoc will show you top-rated, patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for the ones that take your insurance. And I'm telling you, we all know that is a struggle. Who takes your insurance and where's a good doctor? ZocDoc has it all there for you. They have doctors located near you and treat basically any condition you're searching for. The typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between, you know, just 24 to 72 hours. That's it. And you can even get same-day appointments. So what are you waiting for? I use ZocDoc and you should too. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Kim and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Kim. ZocDoc.com slash Kim. And take all the hassle of finding good doctors who take your insurance in a flash. Skip the meal prep this summer with Factors Ready to Eat Meals and enjoy all these warmer and sunnier days, y'all. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month while the subscription is active. I love my Factor Meals and I've started hiding them from my family because they love the weekly menu of 35 options and the more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, even snacks and beverages. I'm telling you, they've got everything to help you feel good about what you're eating all day long. Y'all, they're delicious. They're high quality, chef prepared, absolutely never frozen. And they're on the table in less than two minutes. Factor meals eliminate all the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Y'all, I don't have time for all of that. All you do is simply heat it up and savor the good stuff. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month. That's code Kim50 at factormeals.com slash Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus an extra 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hopefully you won't have to hide your factor meals like I do because they're that good. Maybe you will. We're back. We're back. Gird your loins, people. It's soon to be Mother's Day, and we're celebrating all things moms. And who better to have in the studio with me on LOL with Kim Gravel, none other than my mom, Josephine B. Hardy. Give it up. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping for a clap track, but woohoo will have to do. Hey, mom. Hi, Kim. Thank you for coming. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> She said, she's, she's texting me for it. What are we talking about, Kim? What are we talking about, Gil? Did you tell her anything? No. She has no I idea. I mean, what's there to tell? You're going to go on and talk about being a mom and, and all the beautiful, wonderful blessings come from that, that come from that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm with it. Are you? Mm-hmm. Now, don't do your fake voice. Now, you're doing your little... Hey, Let me tell you something. That's the real voice right there. Yeah, that's what we yeah. want. We, want, real we, want. Jo- we, want we real don't jo- want... Hey, boo, 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 boo. I was just trying to be nice. No, uh-uh. We don't want nice Joe. We want real <laughs> Joe. Well, I can give you that, too. Wait, I, I actually have a question. I want to start out... I'm going to ask a question, Joe. Um, okay. Hi. It's nice to have you here, by the way. Thanks, Zach. What's it like working with Kim? That's what I want to know. It's not working with Zach. It's what's it like working for Kim? Get the, okay, get the well, statement I was, right. No, I was absolutely. going to say that. And say then it again, I, Zach. Say it the right way. Uh, hey, uh, Joe, what's it like? <laughs> it's nice to have you here. Zach. What's it like working for Kim? The, Zach, I don't work yeah. for Kim. <laughs> I work with Kim. I'm retired. I don't have to work at all. <laughs> I just do that because she's my daughter, and it's a big favor. Oh, my gosh. It's a big favor, Zach. Well, Zach, really ask her some hard-hitting questions, and then I'll, I'll tell you the truth. She'll answer. I tell, tell the you truth. truth. You can believe you me. You tell your truth. You tell I, your I, truth. There's only one truth. Mm-hmm. No, but I, really, I am really serious, though. It, it seems like you are having fun, but I also know it would be a challenge, and my mother listens to the podcast, so I'm going to... Hold my tongue a little bit. I say it would be a challenge working with my mother or having my mom work for me. 
No, honey, it's a challenge for me working with Kim. <laughs> uh, why is that? Because I don't have any. I'm not. I'm not anxious. I'm not any of that. Oh, and see, she see she's anxious and she's ready to go and she's dominating toward me <laughs> and tries to tell me what to do. You know, I'm 75. I kind of know what to do most of the time because it's not a. You know, it don't take a rocket scientist to figure this out. I am not a dominating person. She that is. is a lie. She is. To me. Only to me. Okay. I think give me she an said anxious. Dominating. Mom, get over I'm here. I'm not anxious. Mom, get over here. Do this. Stand up. Smile. Pull your shoulders down. Pull your neck. I, I mean, it's constant. <laughs> How can I even get anything done? You know? Okay. That sounds Zach. like directing. That just sounds like Kim's directing. Thank me. you, Zach. Thank you. Are you kidding me, Zach? Are you really <laughs> He's kidding not, me? Because he knows my point of view. Listen, if you just leave me alone, I could relax. Oh God, Mom, there's nothing. Re- okay, first of all, Zach, Allison and Mom are very similar, and Dad and I are kind of similar in some ways. But Mom is very. She's like you. No, you're mm-hmm. not. You wish you no. You wish not, nothing. You are. You're like vain. Me. You've got a lot of vain. I am not vain. You well, you like to pull it together, and you only you, you have no. To, I like for people to be prepared when they do something. I like people to give their best because that's what I was taught. You give your best for anything you do, girl. <laughs> I know I do, so I don't know why you always challenge me in that. I don't challenge you. I'm trying to give my best. I'm not. For, I'm not fifty anymore. What are you, mom? Seventy-five. 75 yesterday. No, the other day. I was going to say happy birthday. It was birthday. Tuesday. It was, it, Tuesday. Tuesday. it was Tuesday. Yeah. Yep. So when this comes out, it'll be like a week or so. Yeah. Why? Actually, that's really interesting because I feel like I've seen this play, this dynamic played out over and over again where one kid's going to be like the mom and one kid's going to be like the dad. What is that? Why is that? And when you say you're like, wait, you said you're like your dad, Kim? Yeah. How are you like your dad? She has to think about it. I don't. I have to be careful in what I say. Uh-huh. Dad and I see eye to eye on a lot of things, like when it comes to business and when it comes to, you know, seeing all sides, being like mm-hmm. all encompassing. Where Allison and mom are a little like, they just shoot from the hip and they just, you know, cock, guns loading, cock, ready to go. You know, can't believe she's sitting over there saying that. I'm saying it. She is the most spontaneous. I'm very spontaneous. I'm not saying I'm not spontaneous. Girl, you're more like me than you would even imagine. Look, this is what they do. Mom and dad claim me when it's when it's something's good. They claim Allison when it's something bad. <laughs> that is the truth. That's not really true. It's not. Allison is the favorite child, though. Like, That's not true. Bar none, hands down. The whole family knows it. I don't care. Child. Let me tell you. All the mothers sitting out there. You know that's not true. It's true. You, it is not true because you know that there's one child that's always going to be needy. Is Allison more needy? Yes. <laughs> and there's, I mean, seriously, you have it in every family, and all the mothers sitting out there are not going to believe that what you said yep. because yep. it's true. You have a a child that needs more different ways. You love well, your. Whatever children. I'm saying, this is the result is the same. Mother, if all, when mom calls me, all she does is talk about Allison, Allison Brooks, Allison, Allison, Allison. Because there's always something really going on that I need you to listen. <laughs> always got a problem or a situation we're trying to solve. Now that's true. I could say she's needy too, but I think she's the favorite. Like, let me give you an example. I could go and win three Grammys and an Oscar. And this is mom like, that's pretty good, honey. What are we going to have for Sunday lunch? Allison can go at Ball Springs Baptist and sing My Redeemer Lives, and mom will stand to her feet and start clapping like it's, you know, she'll give her a standing ovation. Well, mm-hmm. that's true. That's, that's true. Prayer answered. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, you mean? always give a standing ovation when a prayer is what do you what, what do you mean by prayer answered, mom? That's hilarious. Because Allison, I have to pray for her a lot. <laughs> like I said, some kids need it more than others. Well, I can't say anything against that. That is priceless. But it's the truth. I was just going to say, like, Mom and I, we we fuss and carry on and tease. And, you know, if you can't handle, you know, what my parents call constructive criticism, Mm -hmm. uh, but it is just, you will go through our family and you will be tough enough to take on the Vikings from the 19th, you know, 7th century of America, I mean, of of the world. Like, they, they will toughen you up. Alice and I are very tough and very confident because of our mother and father. But looking back now, being 50 and coming up like we did, there was a lot of strength that was modeled 
to me by my mother. Like a lot of things that I'm doing now, the seeds were planted by my mother. I mean, even to the point of, don't you think, Mom, of like the swimsuits we're getting ready to do? I mean, oh, you're, do we you, have to talk about that? Yeah, we do. Because you were a Janssen model. You worked at Janssen. You were their fit model. And here we are doing swimsuits. Like, it's just weird how, and I say this in, in the book I'm writing, it's, it's weird how if you'll look back, you will see how that thread has always been going through your life for what is pointing you towards your purpose. And a lot of that, mom planted those seeds. She threaded that needle and started that. And I'm kind of like taking the mantle up and finishing some things. And then I'm sure I'll pass some on to my kid to finish up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just remember all of that mom always being strong. She needs to tell some of her stories that has made her strong today. She's such a strong woman of faith and resolve. Absolutes. You know what I'm saying? Like, will not be moved. And she's still that way at 75. You're not going to talk her into nothing. Mm-mm. Well, it's always good to know who you are. Well, how do you do that, Mom? How do you think you did that? Well, like you said, it was a lifetime. It's a lifetime of growing and experiencing things, going through things, making the right choices. It's a whole lifetime of that. Well, and making wrong choices and learning from them. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I've always been the kind of person that would, before I'd, I make a choice, I'd say, okay, I think about the outcome because, you know, there's consequences to every choice or action you do. There's a consequence. I'm just a, a rule follower. I like to make sure that the consequence of my decision is going to be positive. And I think that's from growing up on a farm, not having real close neighbors, and just you and your siblings and your mom and dad and your grandparents has a lot to do with it because there was not a lot of distraction. And I had time to think. I had time to be alone. And I was raised next to a church. I, had, I was in church. I give all that to, to the Lord because I knew him when I was young. I had time to spend alone with him. Our kids today don't have that. Mm. They have so many distractions, so many things to distract them from having that relationship. I That's what I, I say. That's what made my faith grow and still growing to today. It's because I, when I was young, I, I spent a lot of time in silence with him, singing, praying, talking. He was my best friend. So what else can I say? That's why I feel like today it's so important that our young children are taught the morals and the values and the character and the integrity of what is expected of us as human beings mm -hmm. so that we can reach our purpose in this life. And we all do have a purpose. When, um, tell that story about when you were little. Give us some of your background. Because you know what I think is, Zach, and everybody listening, yeah. we so... I don't want to say discard, that might be a, too big of a word, but we, we, we don't give the megaphone enough to the older generations because you can't know where you're going unless you know what you come from and where you've been. And I've always been a seeker in the way I just could. I always, Mom, and you know this, I always had older friends, older women in my life, including my mother, even other kind of women in my life that always mentored and and. You know, I would listen to and listen to their stories. So tell the story, Mom, of how your faith started when you were a little girl, because I think that set the tone and the and the it opened that doorway to where you are today and why you're so confident and why you're so faith filled. Well, there's a lot of stories, but you know, today we live in a world that everybody's afraid of something, right? Mm. Fear is a big. It is a big a problem today in our world. Everybody's afraid of this, that, whatever comes around. Well, I'm going to tell you how it started, what, what I learned as a young child. Like I just told you, I lived close to a church, and my mom and dad did not go to church at that time. I guess I was 10, and um, 10 or 11, and I love I loved to go to church because, like I said, back then— we, didn't, we lived out in the country, and church was a big thing. That's where we fellowshiped. That's where we saw our neighbors. and So I would go on Sunday morning with my grandmother. I'd walk with her to church, and then we had church on Sunday night. 
And I always loved to go because we had training union and then we'd have service. And to how I overcame one of my fears is that I would go on Sunday, and in the summer it was fine because, you know, we'd get out at 8 o'clock and it would still be light, and I had no problem walking home. But then it would get winter, and I could stay home or I could go. And I remember the first time we came out of the church, and it was dark, and I had to walk home. And we lived, the church, there was a church, and then right across the road was a big, huge graveyard. And we lived on a horseshoe, and I would have to go past that grave graveyard, go down a long road, and then take a circle and go around, which we had big tobacco barns back then. And they're, they're scary because you have a lot of things under it, like machinery and all, and you'd have to pass those tobacco barns to get to my house. Well, the first time it ever happened, I, I, I was so scared. And we our church had like 20 steps going straight down. It was a big Baptist church. I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed because my parents didn't go, and I didn't want them to see me run because I was scared. I was scared of the dark. But from then on, I did it that night, and I closed my eyes, and I ran. I was so scared. But the next Sunday night, and from then on, I would get up when the last prayer was, and I would go out so nobody would see me because it was embarrassing to me that I had to walk by myself. I had nobody to pick me up. I had nobody to uh, walk with me. But I did it. And it got to be, the, the longer the time went along, then I got where I could walk in the dark and not be afraid. That was the first time I can remember overcoming a fear in my life. And I can tell you one thing. That is one of the most important lessons I learned. We don't have to be afraid of what we don't know, what we can't see. We have to know. And then, like I said, it, it was not like it is today. It was not that it was not dangerous. But today it could be dangerous for for children to do that. So I wouldn't suggest that. But back then it wasn't that way. And I was just afraid of ghosts and the darkness and all that. So, but I overcame that. Okay. Okay. I don't, that's great. So we're going to use that story. It's beautiful. Let's go. I want to go into. <laughs> well, I can. Oh, my gosh. So I want to talk about, because you said you were afraid of ghosts and everything. I want to tell well, I was that 10 story. years old, Kim. What do you expect? I know, Mom. I'm not trying to say you're a scaredy cat. Okay. I'm just saying that. We've got to tell the story about, because I will never forget this as long as I'm, so, so I think the relationships with your kids really grow when you go through things together. And like sure. I said earlier, mom, dad traveled about five days a week. Wow. Um, we loved it, didn't we, mom? Yes. Why did we love it? Go on and tell the people because why we, we loved it. we could do what we wanted. We did what we wanted. We could we, go out to do? eat every night. <laughs> <laughs> shop shop do you remember when we used to shop and you would say now leave these packages in the car until your daddy goes to sleep and go out there and get them yeah oh my gosh he didn't believe in spending that kind of oh money. he's cheap it's dirt and you married a guy just I like i know him. i'm praying about that he must have, <laughs> but he also must have known though he must have known right come on no no he didn't, didn't know. know he didn't have a clue he, you know come on <laughs> me and that sharp that clueless <laughs> Can I just, isn't it the truth, Mom? Yes. They are clueless. Y'all yeah. don't know. You don't pick up. You're one-track-minded. I mean, women got so many things going on on the side, you ain't got no idea. Am I telling what? the truth, Sorry, Mom, or I, not? I yes. I wasn't paying attention for a second. What? what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Mom, you know, I think, Mom, you never knew what you were going to get with Mom. She was always spicy. and You were a constant and a steady person, but um, you and Dad were scrappers. Y'all fought a lot. Well, you know, we had to get used to each other. It only took 30 years. <laughs> now, how long, wait, Joe, how long were you married before you had Kim? Five years. Five years. All right. My husband always said we wanted to wait long enough so nobody wouldn't talk. What? <laughs> <laughs> Five years. I was going to say, it wasn't a shotgun wedding then. <laughs> no, we eloped. Y'all, they eloped. Did you elope? Yeah. Oh, oh, tell, yeah. Us that tell me that story. That's what I want. Well, I'll tell you this story. Did y'all ever have sex before you got married? No, not not real sex. What you had? Oh what God! Is, what is that? Real <laughs> oh sex? God, All right. I gotta call Allison. Mm, but that's instant sex. What do you mean not real sex? 
What is, what's fake sex? We didn't sex? do it. <laughs> Did y'all make out? Of course we made Did out. he fill your tickle bennies? He tried. Okay. He tried. He's been feeling them ever since. He'll walk around and just honk yours at church. He'll just walk up. Yeah, he does not. He, I've seen him person. do it. No, he does not. Yes. It's the truth. He does Dan is wild fun. Dan's crazy. He's old now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we always had a lot of laughter. But we always had a lot of like, a lot of fire, meaning a lot of passion. We still have a lot of fire. They, oh my God, they fight all the time in a great way. My mother's been saying she's going to get an apartment since I was six, four, five, three years old. Oh, it was before then. Yeah, I know, but I mean, before <laughs> more than I can remember. And I knew it was—I knew it was getting bad when Dad called me. I mean, I was grown. I was pregnant with Bo, and Dad said, "That's it. I'm getting an apartment." I'm like, "Oh my God! Now you're getting an apartment?" <laughs> and he goes, "Your mom's a hoarder. Every time something, something falls out and hits me in the damn head, I'm not gonna do it." Oh my God! Are you here. a hoarder, Joe? No. Yes. I am not. She so is. help me, I'm what is she not. She's, listen, what is she she's not self-aware. No, okay, mute her listen. mic. Mute her mic and tell me what she hoards. <laughs> okay, mom, hush. So mom is that person that... Not fair. She's letting her talk. It's not fair. You can have your rebuttal. Yes, yeah, she is a total hoarder. Um, it's so true. Everybody knows it in her family. And I, quite frankly, it ticks me off because... I mean, she's got... I mean, at one point, Zach, she had two dresser drawers full of like underwear like how you can't you ain't got a crotch big enough to wear that many pairs okay kim i like underwear <laughs> no zach it's it's out of control i'm like what are you saving it for all well, the time the church might need something I'm like the church doesn't need your underwear they don't need your panties are they all different styles no I mean, girl yes they are zach it's colors i like she how you just called me a girl that was she's <laughs> She could have. We've reached no, that honestly, level, Kim. We're there. That's the we're, there. we're there. We're there. She is a part. And I mean, I'm not trying to down my mom because everybody's going to be like, Kim, leave your mother alone. She's beautiful. She is, but she's a hoarder. She's a semi-professional Dad. hoarder. Now, I get my point. Okay. Yeah. My point is when you have dresser drawers that, that, that hold your clothes uh-huh. and things are not piled up to the ceiling in the room, mm-hmm. it's, you're not a hoarder. Yeah, but oh. if you have five dressers and you're buying furniture yes, to I, hold I can have your dirty dresses. drawers. I can have 20 if I want it. That's my decision. Yeah, I didn't you're say You're not anything. telling me what I can I do. Didn't, I'm not trying to tell you what you can do, but yes, you, you are, are trying to. You're trying to tell me at my old age that I have to get you know, rid of That's a lie. No, you not I am not being nope. ages. You lying. Uh, no, that's not true. And I'm not trying to get sympathy because that's it. I will not do it. You can't. Okay. No, well, she's what? afraid that I'm going to die and he'll leave it, and she's got to go through <laughs> that it. That's is what crazy. the problem is. You are insane. I okay. love you. Wait, I, so I have a question. Is there any yeah. stuff that's outside of a dresser? Because to me, I feel like a hoarder is like, okay, there's an entire room full of like old newspapers or something. Yes, like, there was. It's, Thank the, you. There the, was. Mess, yeah. the mess goes off on every surface. There was. It wasn't mess. It was just stuff, and there was. It she was had a whole, stuff. It was your stuff, but you, will you admit that you had stuff outside of closets where? that was stacked up where uh, not, not since i've redone your whole entire no, house so if no, we're gonna where? get real where in the guest I bedroom had, no wait a minute you had, i had my i had my closet i had things in the bottom of my closet i had my clothes hanging up what else do you want what was on your bed nothing lie no let, wait a minute wait a minute she okay. had it was so dirty because oh. i have her house clean listen i had a queen size bed in my it guest was bedroom for my it was I mean, a king, king size for my boys okay okay now they couldn't you sleep got, on it zach Zach, when those boys came, it was clean. I had Kim's clothes. You know, she has, she has a clothesline. Well, I take all those clothes and I just throw them on the bed and that try was them on. I had a clothesline. Kim, I'm talking, and I would try them on at my convenience. <laughs> okay, but I'm gonna tell you one thing. What? I am not a hoarder, like because people I know what they're imagining. I didn't say you were a dirty. But do you know what? She's that's a lie. I don't it's hoard. Not a lie. I just love my things, and I like things close to me that I've had. If that's a problem, I'm sorry. <laughs> that is the textbook definition of a hoarder. I like my things close to me that i When people have. think a hoarder, yep. they think of, like Zach said, everything all over the room, always to the seat. Well, I mean, I, that's what people think, Kim. Okay. You're hoarder well, Jason. You're, okay, let's call agree. you a collector then. I'm a, a collector. collector. Okay, there you go. Okay. Thank you. There you go. Let's, we settle that. But I want to say That this. elevates it. We just elevated it. <laughs> <laughs> we just made you cool. Yeah. Honestly, like... When mom would have, like, I would force her to participate in the in the neighborhood yard sales. I don't like yards. The word got around. Joe's back. Her stuff is on. I mean, her stuff. I mean, no one sold anything around her because everybody came and wanted her stuff because it was so much 
stuff. <laughs> well, that's what yard sales are for. Okay. Look, if you're willing to do a yard sale, I feel like you're not a hoarder. Thank she's you, not Zach. willing. No, she's not Thank willing. You. We have to make, I have to make her. I mean, there was one time Amy went over with me on all her toiletries, like her beauty products. Okay, mm-hmm. mom, if you can't. They yeah. were underneath in a cabinet. We found something they from 1992 exposed. that she wanted to keep. And Amy goes, I'm out. I'm not doing this again. I mean, Amy's <laughs> Well, you got to think about Amy. Amy is just, she's just such a, uh, what's the word for that for her? <laughs> Bougie. Bougie organizer, you know. Oh, I'm not that way. I'm who I, I am. I like who I am. I I'm not changing. Well, no. that's a flaw of hers is the semi. I'm not, that's not a flaw. Okay. Is this, is this the thing? I feel like there's always sort of the territory that will just always be the point of contention between, you know, whatever, mothers, daughters, sons, fathers, like all of yeah. that. No, I can is this it? Say. What's the thing? Yeah. No, no there's, there's always no, points of contention. no contention. Anything between us. We love each other. We say what we want to, and then we move on. Move on. Then we hold no grudges, no nothing. That's why we love each other so deeply. And that's why we can uh, say that is because we can say what we want to, and nobody's offended because they know how much I love them. I'd give my life for them. And I think they the same, feel the same about us. So we're the kind of people we don't hold, we don't have uh, you know secrets and we don't talk behind each other's back we say it to your face face. we do talk behind each other's back but then but then we we tell each other other. (laughs) that's why we were good reality tv how do you build that though because i think that's actually like there's something in that yeah you have to be total transparent you have to you have to to be totally authentic and and honestly that's what mom's always modeled for us. Um, and again, I'm going to go back to an experience that me, Allison, and mom experienced when my dad was out of town. He would travel Monday through Friday, like I said. And we have had supernatural, we've had heartbreak, we have had excitement, we have had um, betrayals in our family, we have had, uh, what else, mom? Death. Death. Just about everything everybody else has. Everybody has it. Yes. But it's how you handle those things that I think Allison and I have been modeled so well. Now, look, my mom is a human being, and I talk about my mom all the time, and I do. She's, she's my most important person that I've ever known other than the Lord, my relationship with God. But the human being on this earth, she's the most important, valuable, influential person. She's my hero in my life. And I think a lot of y'all listening can say that about your moms. But I remember a story when you and I experienced something, Mom, in a very real way, it kind of changed our dynamic, too. Yeah. Mom said I was a hard kid to raise. You were not hard. You were just, you knew who you were at a young age. Yeah, Dad said I was telling them what to do, like, at five. You were trying. Yeah. Yeah, that's my kid. Okay, well, gird your loins. So it's going to be great in the end, but you're going to have to go through it. But I just remember being a young girl. Um, I can't remember what age. I don't. You were in high school. I, was, I had to be early years, though, Bo's age, like 14 or something like that. Yeah. So um, dad was gone and uh, mom woke me up in the middle of the night. I bet you were in like the 10th grade. 10th grade. Ninth or 10th grade. Yeah. yeah. Now, it was probably like 1 a.m. Yes. And mom wakes me up. She goes, Somebody's outside. Somebody's on the fr- at the front door. Get up. And it was like in the middle of the night, you know. It was around 1 o'clock. Yes. Terrifying. Okay. Oh, we were terrified. Yeah, we were terrified. And, um, I get up and I even we, got the gun. She got the gun. We had a gun. Okay. And and was it like a hand, a rifle? No, a it was a little we didn't know how to shoot it. I mean, we'd kill ourselves before we kill somebody else. But, you know, dad wanted to leave us something in case God forbid somebody broke in or whatever. So, mom sure. got the gun. Okay. And we went to the middle of the stairs. Mom, you want to take it from here or you want me to You can go ahead, you do. Okay, it. no, you interject. So, we were, we were sitting in the middle of the stairs. And Zach, it sounded like Explain our front porch, though. You explain the front porch. Okay. We had one of uh, our house. It was across the front was the den. Then you had a big foyer, and then you had the living room. It was a long, long front galley type front porch. Yes, with rocking chairs on it, and it had the banisters, and it was, you know, cement. Mm hmm. Okay. Okay. 
And it reached from it reached from one the side end of the, uh, to the living other. room to the end of the garage, and the and between that was like I said, the den and the living room. So you go. So ahead. the den was on one side, the living room was on one side, and there was a big staircase, foyer. big foyer, and a staircase in the middle. Mm-hmm. So we were right there where the door was. Like so, we were sitting on the, in the middle of the steps, listening to this, and it sounded just like this. Like, like a marching, man, a walking, like yes, a wa- like a man's okay. shoe walking back and forth, back and forth. And I, I distinctively remember because we would stop and listen. All the lights were off, no lights were on, and we would hear it. So it would at the den side, it was softer. And then as it come across where we were, right there at that four-year staircase, it would get louder, and then it would get fainter as it walked because it was a pretty big front right. porch. Mm-hmm. And I just remember, and we sat there, Mom. How many? How many? Do we sit there an hour and listen to that? Did you a call the hour. police? No, no, we did okay. not. So we were scared, but we weren't. We were just in shock. We were like, "What is this? What is this?" Okay. So finally, about an hour and a half. Of course, this is this is my family dynamic. Kim, go turn the lights on. <laughs> Here's, I'm like, you go turn the lights on. Well, you got backup. She's got the gut. You know, she's got it. I've got the gut. I can't do yeah. it all. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, wait, where's well, Allison? In the meantime, okay, though, first of all, mother holding Allison? a gun is like mom, you know, but I losing knew, her I voice. knew how the safety was. I knew how to handle a gun. Okay. My husband had shown me. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you this. Meanwhile, Allison gets up. Yeah. Allison and she's she comes little. She's six years young. She's six. She sits down behind us, mm-hmm. uh, behind yeah. me. And so I just thought Al- Kim was the best one to go, you know, turn <laughs> the light on because he wasn't in the house. He was on the front porch. So if somebody's going down, okay. it'd be me first. That, that is the, that's yeah. our family dynamic. That's it. Okay. So <laughs> I walk down there and I flip on the lights and run back to the steps. Uh-huh. So I'm thinking, okay. Now we sat there. So we still sat there for a little while. So, yeah. So we turn, nothing changed. You could still hear that sound marching, and it's moving and, back and forth. Yes, it's I mean, like a man okay. with a hard with a like hard sole shoes, like mil- yeah, sure. like hard sole shoes. Okay, um, and I was just like, okay, it didn't change because you think if somebody's out there, whatever, you flip on the light, they'll run. Right, nothing changed. Well, if they've been marching out there for an hour, I mean, you I mean, don't I don't even know what. Oh my god! So now it's like two thirty, almost three o'clock. Oh my gosh! Okay. In the morning. Uh huh. So we're still sitting there. And finally, I said, I'm going to look out the window. Is that? No, I tell you what I happened. I can't remember. Let me tell you what happened. Okay. I said, Kim, we need to find out who this is. Yeah. You go to the living room. Okay. I, I will go this. to the den. Yep. So we did that. Allison was with me, and Kim went to the living room. The okay. light was on. Remember that? And she and it, and it would start down at Kim's, and it would come. There was nothing. There was you nothing. could hear it though, right in but front of you. Could, we were Come standing on. right, but just the Come just on. the wall, just the wall separated, and you could Windows. hear it, and it would walk from one. We stood there and looked and watched. We and just couldn't listened. believe it. I mean, we did that until daybreak. Wait, till did daybreak. You go outside? Did mm-hmm. anyone go outside? Are you kidding? No. no. <laughs> till daybreak, and it kept, and we stood there at those windows, and we 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 listened and we watched, and it did it until daybreak. So when the sun came up. So when the sun, when it, yeah, just stopped. It stopped. What? And, and I remember Mom saying, "God was protecting us from something last night. That was protection. Something, something was protecting this house. Well, that was the only explanation, right? That was the only. Because but the next morning, they had been. What was it, Mom? That was when the white vans. They were taking children and. Robberies was going. Something happened. I can't remember the next. There day was something Wilbur. that happened, but that's what it was a robbery or something was going in the, on in our in area. that area. And I was going. I got in the car to go to work the next morning, and it was like I knew in my spirit. I knew mm-hmm. he was protecting us from something. I didn't know what it was, but mm-hmm. that was to me that was an angel guarding our house from that from one o'clock the morning till daybreak. So help me. That is the, and may God strike me dead if that's not the truth. I, I saw, I, I experienced it, so I don't give a rip. And nobody would believe me, but my, I don't Allison, believe. Allison even remembers. We all three went through that. And what I just remember that next morning, mom saying, you know, that was for our protection. That, that had to be. It was something God was protecting. And, and to all three of us to experience it together. So it's things like that that have built 
our confidence. We've seen my mom, even in situations where I remember when dad got cancer, never failed, never, never, never. We got this. We're going to do this. We're going to get over it. God's going to do it. He's going to give us the strength to do it. And, and it never wavering faith ever. It's never like, oh my God, this is going to work out. Never. It's always like, it's going to work out. And so I think that that's what my mom, and I think even the older generations can really pour into young people. And I'm glad to see that some of the young people are, it's like, my son loves my mother. Like, Bo, he just is enamored, you know. And there's a lot of these young people who need to be, witness all of these kind of things. And, and like mom said, we're so busy, we can't, I'm so glad I have that story of when me, mom, and Allison stayed up all night witness, witnessing and experiencing that together. Does that make sense? Yeah, it totally makes sense. That's, I mean, that's honestly really scary. It was scary at first. Because at first I was like, oh, that's just a squirrel. Right. <laughs> you know, like you try to, you try to reason everything. You couldn't reason yeah. that. Oh, you could There was no, there was no, there was no reason. Well, if it happened that. all night. All night. We stayed up all night. And of course, mom still made us go to school. I can't stand it. Like, you know, I'd be like, just sleep in, honey. Oh, no, honey. We had to get up and go to school. Yep. You know, just it was it was it was an experience I'll never forget. And we've had a lot of experiences like that where we've seen miracles and just uh, provision and and but you've got to believe in those things so that you can see them clearly. They're happening all around you. Yeah. God is providing a way all the time. And a lot of times we're not recognizing it. Much less, you know, giving him thanks for it. We're not, we don't even recognize the way out when it presents itself to us. LOL. So, Zach, I, I think that we need to have part two of this conversation with mom. There's a lot there to uncover and unearth. So, y'all, tune in next week for part two of this Mother's Day podcast featuring my mom, Josephine B. Hardy. LOL. <laughs> Kim, Kim, Kim. So many great people help make this show possible. LOL is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. Our associate producer is Kathleen Grant, the brunette exec. Production help from Emily Breeden. Our cover art is designed by Sarah Noto and Tacapello performs our theme music. Make sure to follow and subscribe to the show and head to lolkim.com to sign up for our mailing list. Thanks for listening. We love you. Bye, y'all. Uh...